previously on Champions of the Earth. I'm gonna spend five power points for a confirm. Do you want to come with me to the homecoming dance? I mean, dances are uh, super uh, lame and like conformist and- um, I don't imagine we'll be doing a lot of dancing. We're going as friends um, to, 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 to the dance. Um, yeah, yeah, do you wanna come over and maybe we can look through my mom's chest of old clothes and, and maybe pick something? Yeah. Okay. Okay, um, cool. You oh. can sleep over too. Okay, Hux hasn't gone to school. Hux hasn't gone to school. <laughs> Hux has decided to go on a vision quest today. Hello, Huxley. Stay vigilant. Stay ready. And be wary of the dead. Wanna get the fuck out of here, turn on our suits and kick some ass? Hell yeah. Let's go. And uh, I, I literally want to go to the woods and spar with Mel. Huxley has found himself in the Beach Bay Cemetery. And Huxley, as you're looking at it, when you hear a, a thump. I'm reaching for the press kit just in case. And so. you cannot believe that this is literally happening to you as a hand comes reaching up out of the grave. Huxley, as you're looking at it, when you hear a... Uh, because that grave site fucking rips open and a fucking giant corpse comes pulling itself out of the ground. This isn't a goddamn raccoon. This is an inside out human being. And oh, it's fucking here. It's crawling up out of the earth. It's fucking daylight. This isn't a hallucination, Huxley. This is really <laughs> fucking <laughs> happening. Huxley isn't sure. Oh, you're gonna end up back in the hospital. Huxley coolly pops the top of that fresca. <sighs> Takes like a nice, Long hit. Hold it, but holds up one hand, just like one finger, like just one second. Just one second. Keeping his chill. I got this. Shaboom! As the energy crackles around your body. Tell us, Huxley, what does it look like? So the suit is a tribute to Huxley's fallen car. Uh, it is. <laughs> it doesn't have, does have nos. It, it has. It has that. It has like dope flames. This is the car Michael Bay wants to fuck. 
that has turned into a suit of no armor. You could possibly give to anybody. I know exactly what that looks like. Right. <laughs> it is a dude car that Michael well, Bay wants, wants to fuck. fuck that has been turned into a suit of armor that it's all the little like clinkety like dubstep robot shit that is just like wrapping around him all the way up. The the helmet that comes down is like it's got a spoiler on the back so the the it's got like these big like fins sort of like a 57 Chevy plus nice. like some like yeah aftermarket like Honda spoilers yep. sort of action like like pointy at the edges got some blue flames and some of that like the under lighting that is normally on those Fast and the Furious cars is sort of like wound around like Doug Jones uh, shape of the water bioluminescent sort yeah. of <laughs> shit clearly you're glowing right yeah yeah a second hand boosh comes up oh from another grave. a third kaboosh a fourth kaboosh yeah all right uh, and i mean fucking dude roll for initiative <laughs> cool Ooh. 13. wow 13. so ties go to attackers yep system right yeah so, so that's me that's you okay fine it takes a swat at you with its fucking open claws, bone shard out. 11. No, no, this is, um, we, have, we, have, we have chill back. So this is a, um, we, this is some surfer wisdom, sort of like an, an artful sort of sidestep. Huxley has seen, Huxley has seen the Matrix. We are full Morpheus, just come at me. It throws its claws at your face, so but that's it, a, yeah, it, it, it swoops over your head and you effortlessly dodge out of its way. Whip time. Okay, yeah. <laughs> yeah, uh, we are, um... Is what it says. <laughs> Yeah, straight up whip, like, comes out, frost and electricity all over the place, and Huxley, um, it's, it's sort of, like, it's run past me, right, because I've done, like, a cool dodge. No, no, it's, like, right up in your business. It's not business. running. This oh, is yeah, not cool. a running creature, but it's, it's right there in the zone. In the zone? Well, I want it out of my zone, so crotch snap, more or less. Just going to crack that, crack that whip down. In its, in its undead. Right between it, yeah. Crotch snap. <laughs> yeah, all right. That's a 16 um, plus uh, four, so 20. That's a hit. Your, uh, your, 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 your whip smacks into its crotch, apparently, and, and blows a massive chunk out of its desiccated guts. Is it dead? No, God, no. Oh wait, the 20, right? Does that count when I've got, uh, when I yep. add the thing? So that's actually an advance. That's an so advanced hit. Wrap, target and whip are both immobilized. Um, it's a 15 to break it. So it's all wrapped up actually, like mm -hmm. wrapped by the junk. <laughs> the whip wraps around its body. It's, it's now held. It rise furiously as the other three come up out of the ground and start to approach. They're each coming at you, Huxley, but you notice something different about these. Oh, what's different? Well, one of them, it seems almost like it's been burned. Mm. It's smoking, like it was, like it died in a fire. Uh, another is chilled. 
and the third seems to have like rocks and stone crunching out of its bone. They're all coming for you. Mm-hmm, okay. Uh, are they up yet or I've, I've got it? They're up. They're up? Okay. They're up. Uh, so I've got this guy like all wrapped up in the whip, so I basically have like a corpse mace at this point that I am going to sweep back and forth across. So I'm gonna spend three of my boosts, which gives me six, which is an 11, I'll take it. Okay, 11. You're able to hork your body, tossing this desiccated at two of its compatriots. It kind of tumbles and slams into the the one that was smoking and the one that had the rocks jutting out of it, mm -hmm. uh, but not the... Not the third? Not the third, uh, who's still able to close on you. Okay. And strike out uh, with its frosty hands. Okay, so this is the ice one. It's a four. All right, so I took that. It comes down with its claws and strikes into your super rad armor for one point of damage. Okay. Knocking you to the side. Question. Nico and Mel. Yeah. What assumes you're sparring robustly? Uh, okay, cool. Can we roll for initiative? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, 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 yeah. Roll Spar for initiative. Spar combat. We would yeah, need yeah, to. Yeah, Six. Uh, also six. Um, oh, let's just geez. roll again because we don't actually have. Yeah. 10. 11. Okay. Uh, okay, so um, yeah, I just open up with a normal strike uh, at you. Two. Uh, also two. <laughs> okay. Um, but well, ties go to attackers, right? Yes. Cool. So, um, so, rolls. so I, uh, I, 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 uh, I punch and you're kind of just getting out of the way, but I like managed to sort of nick you on the shoulder. And it As does do. zero damage. As his fist slams into your shoulder. All right. Ooh, right. First blood, huh? All right. So now I'm rolling for my attack. Yeah. 17. Ooh, uh, you hit. Um, so I uh, just hit a kind of a, a roundhouse kick to the midsection and connect. It does a point of damage. Cool. Um, I I, uh, I sort of I like slide backwards from the roundhouse kick, and uh, I, I um, and I under my mask I smile, um, which I probably can't see. That was a good hit. Let's see if you can handle this. And I uh, flying strike at you. Crit fail. Uh, nice. I fly towards you um, with like uh, with like a foot uh, to your chest and try to hit you in the chest for. Uh, uh, yeah, I hit you in the chest for times two damage, but... Your foot stops about an inch or two above her chest and just like hits an invisible energy shield as you fall back. This is wild. No matter how hard I hit you, I can't actually hit you. My favorite kind of fight. <laughs> this is crazy. It's like our powers work uh, uh, sympathetically. Symbiotically? Yeah, I don't know words. Apparently I do. <laughs> Kind of surprising. I try really hard not to pay attention. So uh, is this as much an exercise in not having to go home for you as it is for me? <laughs> yeah, that place gets pretty old pretty fast. That's why I play so much music, I think. Yeah, no kidding. Not to the music part, just to the avoiding home. Oh, dang. 
Nat 20. Nat 20. I'm gonna like try it uppercut this time. Try like a punch out upright just under the under the chin. Uh, next, I go flying backwards uh, and sort of land on my back and look at you. And I didn't like really mean to hit him that hard, so I just kind of like put my hands over my mouth real quick and then like take them down before you can see that like <laughs> it bothered me. <laughs> like, and my my uh, my mask uh, sort of like peels back and you can see I got a bloody nose. I'm like, oh shit, sorry. That was fucking awesome. No, this is awesome. Remember this, we ever fight anything with a firepower, you're the one. You can hit this. I couldn't hit you, but you can hit me. This is incredible. Got a good okay, punch. Okay, let's go with that. You ever fought before? I mean, like, before we went into any of this? No. <laughs> I tend to rely on other attributes to avoid such things. Well, you're, uh, you're not bad at it. Thanks. Meanwhile, in the graveyard, four creatures are closing in on Huxley, who apparently still thinks this is a totally normal situation. <laughs> uh, the, the main one that you threw is getting up. Mm -hmm. However, the two that got distracted are now coming at you. Okay. Uh, which is the one that is smoldering hot. Okay. It's gonna lash out. Oh shit, that's a great fail. That's a natural 20. Woo! Shit. So. <laughs> na -na 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 -na. Back no, no, to the hospital with no, 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 no. Trust, trust me, trust me. Oh, okay. Uh, it's striking out two points of damage off of it. The, the one with stone jutting out from its bone, it leaps forward and strikes you as well. Another fail. Another crit fail. That's two in a row. Huxley, Jesus Hux, Christ. Bro. Your huh? lateral movement was a bad call, bro. Guys, this is a natural 20. Oh man. no. Are you okay? Yeah. Oh my God. Oh no. You better call for some help, son. Yeah. As its stone hands come crashing down on your prone figure, boom, but stop. An inch above your body, doing no damage. Oh, hey. Yeah, that's right. The third comes closer, striking out. This one, you know, you couldn't really notice before, but it has little, little like moss and plants kind of Shit. growing from its from its rotted corpse as it closes in. It's a fourteen. Oh, it's an eighteen. And it strikes in. Um, with its, once again, it's, it's, it's jaws this time, crunching down and hitting you for two points of damage. Okay. Crunching your sweet spoiler armor, cracking and leaving, I mean, tossing you to the side. Right, yeah, so it's fine, that's, but that's my suit, it's gone. Cool. But your suit is still on, on but, but you yeah. are, yeah, you have taken it. some yeah. sizable points of damage. Mm -hmm. It is now your turn. Cool. Uh, so, uh, flying strike. Um, but I don't intend to, I don't intend to hit them. Okay. I intend, but it, flying strike lets me leap up to one zone away, delivering an arm, unarmed or armed strike for two damage. So this is just a, this is just an eject maneuver. I have learned what I need to learn and, mm. uh, and, and, I'm, and I'm ready to beat feet. Huxley, what have you learned? I've achieved clarity through pain. 
first of all and most importantly, but also I'm no longer afraid um, of it. So, um, but also I've learned a lot about like what can hit me and what can hurt me and I think I'm coming to some of the same conclusions that Nico is simultaneously coming to. Mm -hmm. So I'm gonna do this, I'm gonna do the flying strike, so. Something about doing it on your own, alone. Yes, 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 but yes, that too, but that's coming. Okay. Um, that's coming. Give me a second, man. I got All you. All right, so, uh, yeah, so the flying strike, so we're up a zone away, um, pretty high, actually. Like, Huxley's plan is to actually jump the fence of the uh, the graveyard and, uh, and make for the open road. And he effortlessly sails over the fence away from the four rotting corpses that have been ejecting themselves from the grave sites, hitting the road and racing away from danger, but towards his destiny. Whoa. So here's what I want to do. Um, we have that second um, personal trait sort of, um, so I'm, I'm filling it in with uh, uh, Surfer Philosopher. Amazing. <laughs> Tao of Pooh. Mm-hmm. So uh, I can do wisdom things. As the last school bell rings and class is out, people racing, running home to their Oh, because we skipped school. That's yeah. right. Yeah. Okay. Students are racing out of the building, heading to their uh, exciting after-school plans. Teens are slouching off to their mysterious destinations. And coming from the front doors of Beach Bay High are Olive and her new friend, Martha. Uh, who's picking us up? Um, Mark, my stepdad. Okay, great. Um, yeah, so I brought a whole bunch of stuff. Uh, have you had a lot of sleepovers? No, no, this first one. What, what? Um, Ever? Yeah. Okay. We'll, we'll just, we'll just play it by ear. Don't worry. We'll cover the full experience. You'll, it's gonna be like 60 sleepovers in one. That's a lot of sleepovers. <laughs> well, I mean, it's a school night, so we're gonna have to like probably get to bed early and, you know, make sure all our homework is done, but I think we can fit it all in. Okay. Beep, 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 beep. Waving. Olive, Olive, sugar bean, sugar bean, I'm, come here, I'm, we're here, it's mom. Mom, hi. And sure enough, it's Mark's Jeep Grand Cherokee and your mother riding in that passenger seat, so excited to see you. This I, is my friend. Hi, I, I'm Martha, mom. it's nice to meet you, Mrs. Fairchild. Oh, Lily, of course. Oh, Lily. Just call me Lily. The gentleman kind of gives you a half wave. Mark. Nice to meet you, Mark, Martha. Oh, hop on in the back. Come on, girls, let's go. Oh, exciting. <laughs> and as you climb in the back seat, I mean, Lily is definitely trying to play it cool, but she's she's rather excited. Well, Martha, why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself? Oh, um, yeah, uh, I'm a junior here. I met Olive at uh, after class just kind of randomly. Um, mm -hmm. But uh, we just hit it off. Uh, she asked to borrow some colored pencils, I think, and then we just started talking about uh, Lord of the Rings and things. And we're both fantasy fans and stuff like that. Um, so, yeah. Oh, well, Lord of the Rings, I mean, a rather, a rather classic text. It's a little on the um, kind of, a, you know, the classic agrarian versus industrial kind of heteronormative uh, associations between the two. And I frankly find, I mean, the portrayal of elven culture is, is so, uh, 
but I'm glad that you like it. Mom has very intense thoughts on elven culture. Wow. No, that's fascinating. In fact, I... It's going to go like that. <laughs> Olive is sitting there with a huge smile on her face. <laughs> my friends are getting along with my mom. <laughs> it's a lot of back and forth from side seat to front seat. <laughs> We're going to like Arthur C. Clarke. We'll do a little sci-fi. Like oh. oh, and you know, I work at... Um, at uh, uh, come up with a good bookstore name, Marcy. Come up with a good bookstore name. Um, <laughs> the Wrinkled Page. So <gasps> I love the Wrinkled Page. Yeah, I mean, right now we have this infestation of silverfish. Oh um, no. Yes. I mean, Do you know Trevor though? Oh yeah. <laughs> like Martha, just like immediately, you can tell that like that the phrase Trevor has caused a blush on her face. Oh, he's such a dear. He helped me find some very classic text. He's he's a great role model. He's been helping with me with trying to prep for college apps. And Mark is kind of looking at you in the rearview mirror. He's like, he kind of he gets it. He's like, all right, mm-hmm. Teenage girl talking about Trevor, uh, but he kind of gets it. Uh, the car continues along. You guys pull up to the house. Why don't you describe your house for us? Um, it is a very, very cookie. We live in Mark's house now. It is very cookie cutter. Every house on the block looks exactly the same. Not very rich, but you know, just like it was probably recently built and all the walls are really thin. <laughs> It was just like surprises Martha. Martha like pictured you lived in the woods in a house made of like twigs and crystals. So. <laughs> we used to. <laughs> well, girls, um, we're gonna be downstairs, but feel free to what if you need anything. Olive, if you need any crackers or cakes or cookies, you okay. know where they are. I hug my mom. Thanks. I, oh, and she just I hugs go. you back so much. Okay, we'll be up in our room or my room. Yeah. All right. Awesome. Cool. All right, good. Then she pulls out a notebook. <laughs> I just sort of grab you by the wrist and take you upstairs. Oh. <laughs> Which also triggers another huge blush. So Martha's just, just having a day here. And as you head upstairs, we pull out the window across town and into the woods. We pull into the woods, dropping down through the leaves, through the branches to find Mel and Nico, still engaged in their trading fight. Nico has realized that he's literally never, like, gonna hit, but it'll hit him, but if he punches you, nothing happens. And uh, he's sort of, like, thinking hard about it, and he, he's, he, and so he's like, I think I might have an idea, but um, try not to, like, get angry at me. Okay. And then he's gonna punch kinetic rather than with the Ignis energy. <laughs> Three. 18. So he throws the punch and you... Before she can stop herself, she does a back. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> Nico looks up, like time just like slows down for a second. Nico's like, whoa. <laughs> she like backflips over him and then like lands up like, the, what? You tell anybody, I really will kill you. My helmet disassembles, revealing my face. Uh, Nico's amazed. I, I was a gymnast for like 10 years. What, like a, like a child gymnast? Like, like were you in like the Olympics? No, I just, I just liked it and I was good at it. You're still good at it. That was, how much of that was the suit? Zero percent. <laughs> the suit actually makes it a little bit harder to be honest. 
Oh. If you didn't need consolation, you make it look easy. Thanks. Again, you tell anybody, I will hunt you down and murder you. Y yeah, yeah, yeah. Secret's safe with, safe with me. I don't do it anymore. I, I gave uh, it up last year. Why'd you give it up? I just did. Okay? Any yeah, more yeah, questions? Yeah. No, no. Sorry. Um, which is when across the radio, across your headset, which I suppose is only part of Mel's headset, because Nico has removed his helmet, there's a crackle. Calm down, yo, yo, man. Yo, yo, what's up? What's up? What's happening? What are you? Put your saying? helmet back on. Ugh. And I reassemble the helmet. Hey, uh, important newsflash: uh, there are zombies in the graveyard. And what? What? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm as surprised as you. Oh. Whoa, Huxley. Yeah. Huxley, you all right, man? Uh, I probably shouldn't have like maybe done my suit as a tribute to the car because uh, it looks like the car again. Oh, I'm all right, I'm all right, all right, but uh, I'm not going back there. They're always... Dude, where are you? We're coming to help you now. Graveyard Cemetery. I'm You'll find me in a, in a safe proximity from the graveyard because as mentioned previously, graveyards full of zombies and they, try, they want a piece of old Huxley. Well, now they're going to get a piece of the champions. Mel, you want to race? You want to lose? <laughs> and I run. And if you're running full speed, you are. Book it. You are covering that distance faster than you could possibly imagine. And I just like, I'm just like whispering like into my, I'm just gonna whisper into my suit. We can't fly, right? Does this fly at all? No, but I mean, you are moving so fast that you, it's kind of like flying with your feet. Do we jump? I don't know. I'm going, I'm, I'm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna say, uh, well, let's see. Here's a takeoff. And I leap, trying to like clear the tree. And you sail up into the sky by a good 20, 30, oh. 40 feet. Roll, roll the land, this thing. <laughs> I'm just gonna yell at him. The interesting thing about leaping is you end up moving much more slowly, sucker. I'm just gonna keep running, like, at top speed. Three. Wow, it's Isn't this an agility yeah. mod, yes. essentially? I have a zero on agility. Oh, no. It's a three. Yeah. Uh, so you come crashing down. <laughs> oh! <laughs> oh, 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 oh. And Mel just like looks over her shoulder oh. and then like kind of slams on the brakes. Oh. <laughs> Are you okay? That was super graceful. Yeah, I'm fine. It's really good. Um, maybe next time you should try it. Uh, or like maybe I can get some gymnastic lessons. Happy to give you some private lessons later. Uh, that literally like. You just trip over your feet again. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I was, I, like he was about to start running and then that happened and presumably you just ran yep. past And him. I just took the fuck off. <laughs> okay, <laughs> and I run. Man, do I wish I had this actual power when I was right? in It would have been amazing. No, no, I mean, not real power, but just like the power. No, I know what you meant. <laughs> uh, as, even... as you race, you're racing, you're cutting through the trees. Uh, you leap across a ravine effortlessly. And within moments, you're with Huxley. There he is. Hux. Hey, Hux. awesome. Hey. Wow, that was, uh, that was very speedy service. Good job. Dude, your armor looks just, I mean, yeah, what, what the hell last time? Wait, 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 wait. Before we continue, I win. Uh, and she's like not above doing like a tiny little victory dance. I have no idea what's going on. Yeah, Proceed Puxley, don't race her or like compete with her in anything. You'll punch her and it won't like work. She'll just punch you back. It's you, you're, like, pun you're punching her? 
Uh, yeah, we were. You're we not were, supposed to do that to girls. <laughs> no, she had her. Hey. She had her helmet on. We were like training and stuff. Oh, totally cool. Uh, Wait, okay. uh, Imagine the body of a man filled with burning embers. The others got stone and rock jutting out of its form. Uh, another third uh, seems to be, you know, huge and, and frosty and cold. Like these are four massive, much bigger than any kind of normal body. What's the fourth one? Sorry, if, if you're gonna give us the elements of three of them. Sorry, you gave us rock, ice, fire, 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 fire and uh, and the fourth, which is filled with uh, branches and roots and growths. Uh, little beautiful flowers actually growing off its shoulder, but its face is not beautiful. Its face is ready to kill. <laughs> um, the, uh, I immediately, Whoa, Huxley, you said zombies. You didn't say these, like, fucking trolls. What is this? Yeah, dude, Billy Butcherson, this isn't. Dude, this is incredible. This is incredible. How did they come back? Did you make them come back? What did you do? It I went to discover inner peace. You know what? Never mind. Let's beat these things up. And I uh, engage my uh, warhammer. All right, engage crossbow. And why don't you guys roll initiative? Nico, Hux, the desiccated, and Mel. So Nico, you're up first. They are still some distance away. Well then, I guess it's time for a flying strike. 16. Beats its 12. Nice. Uh, so yeah, that's two damage. Uh, I'm going after the ice one. I'm going straight for ice and fire on this. Yeah. So you fly through the air, you're with foot, fist, warhammer? What you uh, doing? Oh, warhammer. Um, I, I reach it up like over my head, full scale, jump in the air, like whaboosh, down on him with the warhammer, uh, right down onto the ice one's head. I'm just trying to like crack it right from the top. And your flaming warhammer slams down onto its icy cold body, cracking it, sending a massive burst of what was once guts and ichor flying backwards, uh, now frosty and thawing from your hammer, hitting the ground with a sploosh. <laughs> Hux. Uh, Hux is gonna block. Hux is hanging back. Hux is, Hux, is, uh, Hux is playing defense at the moment because power armor's pretty wrecked. All right. The frosted desiccated next to you, Nico, is gonna take a swinging strike. A 10! Wait, what was that? It's attacking you! Oh no! Oh yes! Thir uh, 17. Okay. You awesomely dodge out of the way. Whoosh! The smoldering, burning creature, seeing in you a kindred spirit that it hates as much as it hates <laughs> itself, lashes out. Oh. oh. So all four of them go. Yes. At the same. Okay. Twelve. For eight. Okay. Nice. It's burning hand. You block them both with your awesome warhammer. The creature that is uh, covered in beautiful flowers opens up its mouth, and from its mouth bursts tentacles of writhing roots and plant, and it lashes out at you, Mel. It comes straight for you, seeming to leap that 30 feet in a single moment. 22. Ooh, okay. And you effortlessly cartwheel out of its way as these roots kind of smash into the asphalt, missing you. 
the last creature, the one that is covered in kind of stone and, 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 and rock, horks back its arm and seemingly throws its hand off its body, heading straight to you. Brave but damaged Huxley. So that's a 13. For 16. But he can't hit me. As the stone comes flying towards you, and you raise your arms in a defensive block, but then you put them down, and the stone, bong, crashes against your field and doesn't do a damage to you at all. Excellent. Huxley has achieved a new, like, zen about the whole thing. Happen knew that this particular monster couldn't hit him, and uh, it's like, it's fine as long as, uh, as long as you maintain your chill. Okay, dude. You maintain your chill, man, Gideon! Do the fight! I'm literally surrounded by three desiccated. And Mel, it's your turn. Uh, so I'm going to attempt to, like, I'm gonna see if my, like, gymnastics moves pay off here. I'm gonna try and, like, um, launch myself off the top of, like, a gravestone so that I get some height and then try and shoot the, um, fire guy. Um, that is a 23. So that's a hit, but it's also an advanced hit. Oh yeah, two more ranged attacks. So I, uh, I... Your glowing bolt of black energy slams into its chest. It's still up and moving, it's mad. So it doesn't back off at all for me? Nah, it's pissed. Okay. It's a nat 20. One. <laughs> so that's another hit. Uh, your second bolt uh, slams yeah, into from its- From my knees, I, he's, his back is to me now, so I just shoot him right through the back in the chest. Pops out of its chest. As kind of smoldering embers come out of its mouth. Well, this is working, keep shooting, keep shooting. Still not dead? Still not dead. So that's another So I have three attack. more now. Yep. I have three left, okay. So I'm gonna keep shooting yeah, yeah, yeah. that dumb motherfucker. Twelve. So that shot goes wide. I love it. Just Mel's just machine gunning me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Your crossbow just like. Doo, doo, doo. Okay, now I'm mad. Twenty-two. Jesus. Which is a crit and activates two more shots. <laughs> Hell yeah! So that shot slams into its smoldering body. Hurry up and die, damn it! And that shot heads through where its throat. It doesn't even make a noise as it starts to burn and smolder and its entire body lights on fire and then is gone in a pile of smoldering ash. Dead. I'm gonna stop for a second and just spit on the ashes. Uh, so annoying! <laughs> um, Nico sees that and literally gives you the horns. Like Nico, pay attention. Ah! You're a little busy. <laughs> and we pull back across the city into a pleasant room of Olive mm -hmm. Myers. Everything in this hallway is white except Olive's door, which has been painted purple. Um, leads you in and it's exactly what you'd expect. Amazing. Um, she has made a haphazard blanket fort um, in the middle of her room. The walls 
are um, have dried flowers all over them. Basically, Pinterest would love this room in the future. <laughs> the entire uh, bedroom is lit by only Christmas lights. This is amazing. And she takes out her pen, clicks it, and scratches off and make a fort. <laughs> I thought maybe we could watch E.T. Oh, yeah. You, you, you mentioned it, so I thought maybe it would be fun. Yeah, actually, I think that would be that would be a lot of fun. I absolutely, I brought a, a movie too. So um, really, she reaches in her bag, like kind of. There's a lot in Martha's bag. She is definitely overpacked, and she pulls out a uh, VHS tape. Can you play these? I couldn't find it on um, DVD at Blockbuster, but it, and it says "The Last Unicorn" on it. <gasps> Do you know the book? The movie's a little weird, but I figured it would be something you would like. Can we watch that right now? Yeah, yeah, that, yeah. Look, I will cross, watch a movie off the list. Okay, one second. Oliver bolts from her room and comes back carrying a cube TV with a VHS <laughs> attached to it. Oh, that's even better. We can watch it in your room. Perfect. <laughs> wait, wait, before we do this, we should um, make something to snack on while we're watching. Okay. And, okay. You seem like someone who would be cool with this, but I need you to promise not to laugh. I don't think you're gonna laugh, but I need you not to laugh. I would never laugh. And then she's gonna open up her bag, and there's a very well-worn stuffed skunk. This is sunflower, like the Bambi film. I really liked skunks when I was little, and I figured if we're doing the full sleepover experience, I should bring her and introduce you. So, that's sunflower. And Martha looks kind of like nervous, like actually more nervous than you've ever seen Martha look. You're like, sassing out Casagon <laughs> was nothing, but introducing you to Sunflower is like a big deal that she's trying to make seem catch. <laughs> Super casual, not a big deal. Don't judge me and my stuffed animal. Martha's strong suit making things seem casual. <laughs> oh yeah, oh yeah. Without saying anything, Olive has a smile on her face, very calmly walks over to her closet, opens it, and about 30 stuffed animals fall out of the bottom. Sunflower is very welcome here. Perfect. Perfect. Let's go find something to eat. And Martha's like all grins now. She like, this is like the youngest Martha has looked too, because like you can tell all that like maturity and like constant stress has just been like, like, like repressing some like deep inner child. And she's like, oh my God, I get to play with stuffed animals and watch the last unicorn. I'm so excited. This is exactly how old Olive looks. <laughs> <laughs> and across the city, <laughs> the horrible twisting mob undead creature night. comes crunching <laughs> down and Nico's I've been playing these drums um, ever since the fight, and, uh, and bro, I can't get it out of my head that uh, everybody, like, I, I could hit really hard and I could fly really fast, but everybody else seemed to be able to do more faster than me. I was slow, and I was sluggish, and I wasn't playing at my full tempo, and I reach into myself, and I use my berserker skill. 
a new skill for this game, taking the place of my previous skill, which was to pick something up and throw it. <laughs> Uh, so, if I get a successful attack on Berserker, uh, it grants me two more attacks, uh, and each new attack must be used on a target, and it stacks. Um, if I crit on my basic attack, I also now have this thing called Momentum that uh, does times two damage for the rest of the encounter, which apparently also stacks. Uh, so I'm really excited to see how this works when I roll the kind of crits that Amanda uh, <laughs> just rolled. If I can do that, I probably can't. I roll entirely threes on Champions of the Earth. Berserker! Nine. 19. Yeah. No. Uh, your attack goes wide. Got it. Hux. There's three left. Three left. We're gonna do flying strike. And uh, what are you attacking with and who are you attacking? So yeah, I'm going after the, uh, the one that can't hurt me, I think is how that works. That's Terra, right? Terra, yeah. Yeah. I'm spending one of my Surfer Philosopher um, points. So that gives me plus three. Because, yeah, Huxley's feeling real good about this. Cap? So that's a 16. It's a nine. Yeah. So, uh, two da two X damage. Um, so two X, two X. Are you attacking with your whip? Oh, no, this is, uh, this is... <laughs> I see foot. Very good, very fun. The whap <laughs> as your icy foot collides with its stony body. Your ice on Terra energy crackling with power, giving you two times damage, combined with the momentum of your flying strike, giving you times four. That single foot collides with the creature's solar plexus. It cracks, shatters, and explodes in a hail of frosted cold and guts. Icy foot. <laughs> Nico sees that happen and is starting to feel really bad about himself. I know, I, I, I love Nico so much and he is just getting this horrible complex. He just, he rolls bad, that's what he does. He talks a big game and then he rolls threes. It's really great. Yeah. <laughs> Fine. Seeing their, Fine. seeing two of their brethren fall, the frosty cold desiccated and the desiccated covered in tiny beautiful little flowers step away. Are they running? Have you guys won? Have you scared them away? No, no. And as they bump shoulders, their limbs start to entwine. They start to reach in and their bodies start to merge, morph, and within moments, you're staring at a nine foot tall, frosted, flowered creature, a nightmare of, of alpine death. Nice. That was its turn, but now you are facing the likes of which you have never seen before. Okay. Which is like most of this stuff you've never seen before, let's be real. Yeah, yeah fair enough, cool. And it's Mel. Mel is gonna just kind of stare at it for a second and then do a, uh, a, I'm just gonna go full on with this gymnast thing, do a double back handspring away from it and use focus, which is uh, player doesn't make an attack this round, but instead focuses for one turn and delivers times three damage on a successful strike the next turn. And we're back across the city. 
Oh, oh credits are rolling on the last unicorn. That, what a movie. What'd you think? It was so beautiful. She just wanted to be a unicorn. She didn't want to be a human. It's okay. She's like, like, like gently patting your shoulder. What now? Okay, let me check my list. <laughs> okay. Okay. Um, so the rest of the list is kind of whatever you want. She's leaning over and, and like Martha's look, looking like at your list, cringing like. But it does. Martha's list says, for the record. Yep. Um, pillow fights, Ouija board, makeup slash dress up <gasps> slash nail polish. Um, then like she's written talked about boys, but kind of like half erased it. <laughs> <laughs> And then like, especially like boys and then like crushes and then she wrote boys again and then like erased the whole thing and then like wrote it again below and it, but smaller. And then she wrote cookies, s'mores, popcorn, pizza and then she's crossed all of that out and then been like, veggies. <laughs> and she's already crossed off makeup for it and then crafts and she's got like an exclamation point under that one. And then she's also truth or dare and then like half erased truth or dare. Oh, no, 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 we can't do that one. That's a bad invitation for evil spirits. You don't want that negative energy in here. Absolutely no Ouija boards in the house at all. Did you bring one? Is there one in your backpack? We can't do that. Um, Once you open the door to that spirit world, they stay. I, I thought you might have one, but I'm scratching it off right now. All right, great. Uh, you mentioned something about your mom's dresses and we haven't picked out anything to wear for the... Right! Grabs you by the wrist again, <laughs> takes you upstairs. At this point, at some point, Martha's gonna try to shift to like, not the wrist, but like a hand. Okay. <laughs> um, and it's like one of those ceiling ones where I have to like jump up to grab the cords in the roof. Which is tough because you're not that tall. Hey, I'm quite oh, tall, oh, actually. I'm, oh, Martha's actually not gonna help. She's like. <laughs> and the attic is spacious. There's a window that lets in the light. You can tell that there's a lot of boxes. Um, there's a lot a lot of stuff up here. There's, um, it's pretty much everything from our old life. There's lots of old mirrors and trunks and... It smells like a potpourri graveyard. <laughs> like, in the best possible way. Mm-hmm. Olive breathes deep with her eyes closed. Like, Martha's like, kind of like, like, very clearly like, <clears throat> whoa, so, wow, this is a big attic. Yeah, I come up here to think sometimes. And I beeline, I know exactly where everything is up here. I spend a lot of time up here and beeline for this really old, uh, dark maroon trunk with like very oh, yeah. classic brass edgings. It looks magical. Yeah. Oh, like Martha's like. If this was a video game, it would be glowing because there's a quest inside. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, so let's see it. What do you got? <sighs> Opens. It is full of lace and just hippie garb galore. Um, I was thinking maybe, um, I don't know, uh, what's fancy enough? Uh, um, maybe, maybe this one and holds up sort of a very all white lace number. Everything is far too big for her, by the way. Everything oh, no. she's holding up will not fit her. Um, she's not nearly as matured as her mom probably was uh, at the mm. same age that she was wearing them. <laughs> so like Martha pauses for a second and you can see like the cogs turning being like, like what 
how can I not crush Olive's like adorable, beautiful, oh my God, she's so amazing spirit. But also she's gonna get torn to pieces if she wears that to homecoming. So that seems a little fancy, but something- oh, okay. Sh shorter? Longer? Well, um, well, looser. That's got like a like the collar and the sleeves, and it's long, so it can be long, but maybe not a high collar. Or I don't know. I'm not like the best at dresses. It's kind of more my mom's thing. But let's let's pull it all out and we'll take an inventory. Okay. Start scooping up all of the dresses. And now we're just like <laughs> the, the tie-dye patterns, yeah. there's fringe everywhere. Mm -hmm. There's a lot of embroidery. It's all there's a yeah. lot of really and so the dress itself is like semi-formal. Yeah, it's definitely a semi-formal dance. Is there anything like 60s mod? I'll show you what I Oh, okay. Yeah, okay. I'll, I have a I have a whole gallery of what all of these dresses look like. Yeah. <laughs> And as the beautiful fabrics fly into the air, back! Uh, Nico just missed that thing and now he yeah. is real, like, it went, he, he, he didn't get it the first time, he's looking up to this thing, and now like, like, uh, Zeppelin's in his head, and this is, he's gonna make it happen. Uh, so, berserker time. Twenty-one. Thirteen. Which means I crit. So first off, times two damage for now. Mm -hmm. um, all right. I swing around, smash the warhammer against this thing, um, against the ice side of it. So it does not have an ice side. Oh, got it. It's like integrated ice and Vitae. Mm-hmm. Got it. Cool. Fortunately, I'm times two against both. So oh, shit. that makes my job really easy. Uh, your warhammer, as it slams into its little flowery side, boom, does not just two damage, but four damage, bursting those flowers into a gout of flame. 23. Yes. That is a hit. Uh, which now is times four damage. Paint me a picture. Uh, literally that. He's standing in front of this thing. It's got two legs, right? He wants to kneecap it. Oh. So I roll in and I go for the first kneecap. It smashes. I swing back around over my head, almost like bending backwards and then slamming it back into the other uh, leg, trying to cap that kneecap as well. You not only cap that kneecap, you shatter the beast. It blows apart in a fucking bits of meat and flowers and plants and ice and it's fucking just across the fucking asphalt for 80 feet in every direction. You annihilate that motherfucker. Yes, yes, but I am currently in a berserker rage and every attack that I have must be delivered to a target. I cannot stop. Here's the cool thing though. Guess who I know I can't hurt? <gasps> Mel, I'm so fucking sorry! And I just, like, rage at Mel, uh, just slamming this Warhammer against her for all of the rest of my attacks. Uh, yeah. So, Mel, you see Nico, and this is a, he's a dangerous boy, but, you know, you've been definitely vibing on him. He's coming at you, eyes burning red. A hellish nightmare man charging at you. I mean, she actually just freezes when she sees like 
him like just coming at her like with like like rage in his well i mean do you look do you look sorry or do you look like i have my helmet on oh, so okay. i look I, I i'm yelling i'm sorry oh but she okay so she just kind of like freezes and then just kind of like puts two hands up like which would be very ineffective but like and that hammer comes flying at your head Dong stops an inch from this from your face. Swings Does it reverberate? Around. Do I feel that though still or no? You don't feel okay. it even. It just stops against the energy shield that arounds you, that Lux shield as he just But hits. I feel it, right? It's like a yeah. it's like a so oh, I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm I'm ideally I'm just hammering on this thing. Like I have how many attacks still left? I had uh, I had the two that I did I only delivered two, so I have at least I have three yeah. attacks. Yeah. So I hit her with three of these, one after the other as hard as I can. And each one lets loose a, a, a burst of flame. I'm sorry! I'm sorry! I'm sorry! And the rage leaves you, drains from your body. <sighs> and the, um, the helmet goes away. And I just look up at you. And she just like... She like, just like, just, just kind of stops and like doesn't take her helmet off. <sighs> Fuck you, Nico. And like punches him in the face and then leaves before he can see her cry. Like runs away. Amazing. It turns out that your inner chill might be the exact opposite of chill. So we have that to work through together. And Nico just looks up. I hand him. I, hand, I offer my hand to him. Like, <sighs> pull you up. Pull you up. It's gonna be okay, bro. It's gonna be okay. Man, I don't know if it is. I'm not sure what the hell I'm doing anymore, man. Well, you blew that thing apart to start with, which was like A plus. Have you noticed that? The larger and more scary and dangerous the thing is, the quicker we seem to blow it to little tiny pieces. Yeah. I think it's because, uh, well. So that was awesome. <laughs> and, uh, and, uh, and, you know, man, girls are inscrutable anyway, right? Like, <laughs> yeah. Who knows what's going on with girls, am I right? Uh, Hux, I gotta tell you, man, I know exactly what's going on with that girl. I fucked that up, but I don't know, man. I had no choice. Now I gotta wait and see if uh, that's it, or or if it's not. And in the meantime, all I can do is punch monsters and uh, hang out in my garage, and I'm all out of monsters. Do you want to hang out? Yeah. Yeah, I do. Let's go. Uh, let's go get some of that lamb. Hey, Jack. Here's my my five chip coin. Oh my god! <laughs> oh my god! You guys are such an angst factory. It's insane. Holy shit! <laughs> oh shit! <laughs> Right. Amazing. Amazing. It made me really upset. I wanted to actually cry. No, no, it was really <laughs> fucking.
fucked up. I couldn't look. Oh. At, I couldn't look at it. Oh, that's so. I had to look so at something else. Up. I mechanically, I had no choice but to do that, guys. No, no, no. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Listen, no, it listen, if I wasn't me. so horribly against crying in public, I would have actually cried. Oh, God. I would have pulled a Gina from last time. Woof. <laughs> Woof. Okay, cool. Yeah, I mean, you literally would have killed Hux, though. Yeah. No, that's exactly the point. Yeah. I would have murdered Hux. <laughs> well, hello, reserve champions. And welcome to this, our break of episode nine, a very special, extra long episode of Champions of the Earth. Uh, I'm sure you've already realized that because you're like, my God, is this episode going forever? Yes, it is. You live here now, and I'm so glad to welcome you. Um, you may have noticed something up front there. I did. I called you reserve champions because that is the truth, my friends. That is what you are. Any one of you can be called up at a moment's notice to protect the world. So keep your fingers tuned for the feelings of the energy of the earth. I kind of biffed that, but you get it. My, uh, I'm going to keep calling you my beach bays in my heart because that's what you are to me. But officially, you are reserve champions. So congratulations. Uh, see you on the internet. Um, this episode, as you can kind of tell, is a very special episode. Um, we wanted to not only kind of move through this entire plot um, a little briskly, but this episode in particular, we really... I gave these players the chance to really dive into their feelings and their choices and the freedom of being teenagers. Um, I wanted to counteract some of the more on-the-rails element of Chapter 1 by really giving them in Chapter 2 the chance to wheel and deal and do what they wanted to. Um, to the surprise of everyone but me, I suppose, uh, or rather opposite, to the surprise of me, but none of you, uh, that meant that things kind of got off the rails. Um, what I didn't expect was in this teenage simulator for our players, who are all adults, to begin to really remember and experience what it was like to be teenagers, um, to make the mistakes of being a teenager, to, <laughs> to fall in love for the first time, to make mistakes for the first time, to maybe burn down friendships for the first time. Um, it's really raw. It's really real. Um, I think it's something that's incredibly special about this game that we're playing. Um, but it caught us all off guard. Um, you just heard us kind of break character after Mel and Nico's amazing scene work because we were literally jaws on the floor shocked. Um, for more about how that scene played out and kind of the choices that were made, uh, tune in next week for our uh break where I'm going to be sitting down uh, with Jackson to kind of talk about how Nico was essentially forced into that choice from the mechanics. Um, because, you know, frankly, if he hadn't have struck out like that, he would have murdered Huxley. Straight up, we would have one dead little beach boy. And um, I don't think any of us want that. So, um, but man, it's wild. This is our game, and this is the game that we love. So thank you so much for joining us on this journey uh, and experiencing it with us. Uh, what you're about to hear is the conclusion of... God, is it only Wednesday? It's only... Is it Tuesday? 
oh my God, it's only Tuesday. Why did I say this was a five-day week? Why didn't we? Oh, well, whatever. Colin, you dum-dum. I can't wait for you guys to see what Wednesday and Thursday and Friday are going to bring. I swear to God, it's all going to like light on fire and get so kinetic and so insane so quickly. Um, but for now, we are just living in feelings town and we are so glad you've all joined us. Uh, reserve champions, I'm going to step away because this episode is already plenty long, but I would like you all to go hug your cats pet your dogs, and have yourself an adventure. Yeah, we're well, shifting we to the dresses. I think up with me anyway. I have tried on a handful so oh, far. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Oh, you whoa. say tried on? <laughs> what does that entail? Uh, oh, what? <laughs> That's a good question. No, it's actually. a good question. And Honestly, <laughs> Olive is not afraid of nudity, so she oh! would have immediately started oh changing. So like, like yeah. Like, it's just Martha, not a thing she would ever think twice Martha about. Martha is, like, trying not to be the shade of her hair. <laughs> and it is not working. And she, but she's just, like, so she's, like, focusing on, like, whatever dresses. And just, like, oh, okay. Um, hey, what about this one? It's got, like, a little, it's got little bluebells on it. Okay, yeah. Olive takes off a very, very white dress that looks very much like a wedding dress. <laughs> um, and puts on, it looks quite nice. It's, I can show you all a picture of it. Um, Ooh, fashion it's, show, it's fashion good. show, yes. fashion uh, show So it lunch. is, uh, it looks like this. It is uh, got it's, a lace frill along the, the, along the shoulders, uh, a sweetheart neckline, got a little bow. It's white, got w blue bells all over it. Oh my god! Um, it looks like something a little Elizabeth Swan delightful. would wear. Very Elizabeth yes. Swan. Check out at Champions Cast on Twitter to see a picture for yes. yourself. Yeah, save that. The um, like, two of you are so extra. <laughs> like, while that whole fight was happening, the two of them were actually just like, all, like out. literally, like in character and out of character, looking at dresses on Pinterest. Yeah. <laughs> so Martha's gonna like. Turn around. That's it. Really? That's the one. You look like you look like a princess. Thanks. <laughs> uh, we're gonna have a great time. I I, I know you wanted to um, go with Nico, but I promise I'm gonna do the best I can to make sure you have a great homecoming, Olive. The mention of Nico makes her break eye contact with you for just a second. Um, but then she looks back up and just goes, I'm glad I'm going with you. Good. You know, there are, I mean, it's just your first couple days at school. There are other people. I mean, I know you really liked him. Why did you like him so much? That you feel, oh, don't have to answer if you don't want to. I mean, just talking about that sort of thing is kind of a sleepover thing, so. Oh immediately like dives into the blanket fort and sort of pokes her head back out and like <laughs> gestures of like, okay, it's time to talk. Get in the fort. Oh yeah, I'm getting in the <laughs> fort. I'm getting in the fort. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, it was sort of, um, it just sort of hit me. Um, it, it was sort of, um, I don't know, he's never, He's unlike anyone I've ever met before. He's intense and does what he feels and is really, really, really angry. I mean, 
It doesn't matter though. He, he likes Mel, obviously. <laughs> so we shouldn't, I mean, we shouldn't even be talking about it. it it's. I, and then Martha gets a text. <laughs> Oh, hey, sorry, Olive. Let me check that. My mom was worried about she would, like, get your no phone. No problem. And I'm going to open up my phone. Uh, says, just FYI, because I know your nerd brain would want to know, Huxley, Nico, and I got attacked by giant zombies in the cemetery. This takes a long time to type out <laughs> the old text type. Oh, but I bet Mel's fast. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah. Uh, Fastest fingers in, at Beach Bay. <laughs> 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 it's Woo! written on every bathroom stall. <laughs> it absolutely is. She wrote some of them herself. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> like, immediately. Hang on. What? Like, you get immediately a call back. Like, I ignore it. <laughs> 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 what? And she shows it to What? Me. They said they were attacked. I'm like, and then she's like trying to text back, like, everyone okay? Like, and like, Martha, for the first time in her life, doesn't use proper grammar in a text. She is that upset. She just ah. sends back a why. <laughs> okay. Why what? Why what? No, Tell no, 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 it's yes. It's yes. It's yes. I think. I'm gonna call. You don't know that for sure? Are they okay? I'm gonna call Huxley. He'll pick up. <laughs> All right, so Huxley's probably like chatting with. Uh... We've been walking back. It, actually, um, I, I like the the good mood you got Nico into lasted about like ten feet, and then he kind of started getting quiet again, and now he's straight up like hasn't talked for like two minutes. You guys have just been like walking right. in silence in the woods. So. Hold up. Speaking of which, hit me up with one of them chasing. Oh. Pamplemousse Lacroix. The. A signature drink of being a teenager. Beverage for champions. Yeah, beverage for, for champions. champions. All right, Jesus Christ. Uh, so, <laughs> being like in tune to like the broship, I recognize that this is a bad time to take a call, especially from Martha, who probably wants to give us homework. Pick up, man. All right, you think so? All right. Yeah, why not? He literally, like, he was thinking about something completely fucking different the minute that they said, like, Nico looks at you like you're a fucking idiot. Of course, pick up the phone. <laughs> when I need you to walk silently next to me, <laughs> pick up the phone. Okay, um, Huxley picks up the phone. What happened? What happened? Are you okay. guys okay? Are you okay? What happened? Who attacked? What was the deal? What is going on? Jesus, they're freaking out. I'll kill I'm, you! Huxley just, <laughs> I, I heard that. <laughs> it's not on speakerphone. Huxley, just, really holds the, the Huxley just holds the phone out. Like, and it's just like, girls, right? <laughs> and then like, Martha, the is it just you? No, say, I'm like, over at Olive's. We're having a sleepover. Hey, so uh, everything is more than, <laughs> oh, everything oh. is, everything is more than good. I have found my inner chill and, uh, I will so, chill you. What happened? Desiccated. Informed. Okay. So actually, Martha, you're going to be really pleased because you wanted us to find uh, like, we don't have to go to the Dusty Old Library anymore because, like, you wanted to go look up, like, have the dead ever risen or anything like that before? Well, they did, like, five minutes ago. And, uh, but don't worry. Situation handled. Okay. Just so I know. Where did this happen? Oh, the cemetery. Okay, so the desiccated attack. Is there anything else that happened that you should tell me about? Did we name them the desiccated? That's really cool. And then I, and then I discovered the icy foot, and everything was good. 
Okay, okay. Olive is it? on the other side of your face, like listening at the other yeah, yeah, side yeah, yeah, of the, the phone. And she just sort of says to you, sometimes you just need to have a spirit talk. It, it, it happens all the time. By the way, if you need drugs, we have them here. Like, 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 like you can tell whatever childhood glee and happiness that was going on in Martha's life is completely drained. So Huxley puts his hand over the phone and turns to Nico and says, "Like, so we're gonna take a we're gonna take a pass on that lamb because Olive invited us over for drugs." No. <laughs> literally, literally the last place I should go right now. Oh no! I think maybe perhaps it's the literally the best place that you could go right now. You are not. Nope. 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 Girls' can you, night. Can Girls. You, can you? All right. Can you roll for this? Yeah. I'm sorry. Just to yeah. like, like, I, all, like Nico's not going to go along with this without some convincing. He, he already, he already yeah. is starting to feel yeah, really guilty that he didn't go after Mel. They're telling you not to come. You have, you can hear them. Yeah, he's really worried about going, about having not gone after Mel, or like worried, right. but he feels guilty. So like, this is sort of compounding that. Right. Um, no, I just think that he needs to be amongst friends. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, no. No, I'm into it. Um, yeah, I think it's just, uh, this is, I feel like this is a charisma check. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's a 22, my friend. Uh, oh, man. Okay. Well, then, <clears throat> yeah. Uh, Huxley's logic in all of this, though, is that um, we absolutely need to, like, sort of put the group think on this a little bit, because a thing happened, and Martha is, and Oliver, like, the smart ones who get, like, why this thing just, like, happened to you. And going after Amanda, or going after Mel right now seems like maybe not like the smartest, like overall decision. Just if we're gonna do like something as a group, rage. we should do it with her. I'll try and get in touch with her while we go, but we can go. Oh, hold on, okay, hold on, wait. You're not welcome here. <laughs> it's alright, we hung up. We're on our way. <laughs> you just hung up. It's okay. <laughs> I, I, uh, uh, I know. If we get a bunch of boys showing up here to a sleepover, your parents are never gonna trust me. Um. So I just, I thought if he was stressed out, he could have um, some of my mom's calming bush. I didn't mean for them to come over. It's okay, it's okay, you know They're what? I her mom's calming bush. <laughs> Dude. 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 Oh, it's so gross. Um, by the way, that is what my mother calls her marijuana plant. Yeah, yeah, we know we got that yes. part. Um, I am not inviting you over for anything gross. <laughs> what she said. Okay. Okay. Maybe they just. Maybe they just won't find us. Can well, we track they, the others when their suits are down you or can, not? I. No, we can't. Oh, when they're down. If their suits are on, you can track them. All right. So here's Huxley's plan. So I keep hearing these texts, right? Yes. Huxley hands the phone to you and says, "Hang on. Talk to them. Find out. Get the address. Be right back." I look at the. I look at the phone and I see all the stuff that says no. To, like, don't come. And I. It's like girls' night. Yeah. Damn it, Hux. Hux, no this drugs. is a bad idea, man. This is so, a really bad idea, I'm man. I'm already gone. I've got, <laughs> I'm already gone. I'm like bolted. Hey! And I hold up a phone. I know you may not know much about women. God knows I don't. Less and less every day. But this is a bunch of people telling us not to go to a place. And I was already not very into the idea of going to this place. And you convinced me, and you talked to me, and you cool, and you, oh, you're so chill. And then you just leave. Are you my friend, or are you just into yourself, dude? All right. <laughs>
so you've been like pushing me around a little bit and definitely like acting like you know everything. And I gotta tell you, like sometimes I absolutely know things that you couldn't even possibly fucking understand. So you have to trust me this one time. I throw time. the phone at him. Okay, cool. I catch the phone because I am that fucking cool. Can we, cool can we oppose check yeah, that? Yeah, all right. Yeah, yeah, definitely. You throw the phone, he catches the phone. 16. Literally a one. <laughs> well, he catches the phone. I catch the phone. Uh, like, you had my back when it was time for people to do some punching. This is the thing that I do best, so you let me have your back this one time. I'm telling you that whatever's going on with your suit and with your fucking temper at this moment, you literally do need to chill. And I will, and I'm gonna like make the hands grow a little bit. Like, I will cool you off if I absolutely have to, but I don't want it to come to that. So why don't you just like, go fucking find their house because I'm gonna get everybody together while I go talk to Mel. God, you had him until you said you were gonna go talk to Mel. That's a sore goddamn subject and he wants to clean up his own fucking mess. There's a long beat and Nico's fist powers up a little bit. And then it just goes off and he undoes the mask, but he doesn't look at you. He's way more angry than he has any understanding of what to do with. He's just pissed. Huxley turns the entire suit off. Like, you're saying it all the time, man, that like we're supposed to be a band. This is just a band fight. And he undoes his suit, too. Okay, bring it in. Uh, no, that's cool. Thanks. There's right. zero chance Mel left her suit on, by the way. That's all right. After what happened, like, no way. <clears throat> I'm just gonna go looking for her. Um, do you have Mel's number? Yeah, I've got everyone's number. How? How? She pulls out a phone. Here, do you want to text her? No, call her. I mean, she's not gonna pick up, but I'll... Rings, 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 rings. So Mel is in the backseat of Bobby Trammell's car. Oh, oh shit. shit! Right now. Yeah. <laughs> do we need to go into details? A pose check, a pose check! Would you like to role play? <laughs> Yeah, no, she she left and then immediately just like called up Bobby Treble, propositioned him on the phone, and because he's a he's high school Bobby. boy, yeah. like she's in the backseat of his car with him doing things that are none of your business. Yeah, he picked you up. You're parked in a real shady spot, and the rest is not suitable. Left to listeners' imaginations. Um, since everybody left me, can I be rolling to look for? her or them like he left me in the woods being like find their address i don't even have a cell phone oh, shit. like nico has literally no ability to do what he's been asked to do so instead he's gonna start just wandering around looking to see if he can find mel there's no way anybody can find me okay like, as I'm hux runs off to find mel and nico is left alone pretty soon you realize you realize he doesn't know where she is he's not coming back you should probably go home yeah. Yeah. And uh, I do. I just start walking home. Fuck this night. Yeah, fuck this night. I did, I did try to go looking for Mel. Yeah, you followed, you, you went in the direction that Mel was supposed to be, but you didn't find, find her. her. Okay. You came back and Nico was gone. 
You're feeling pretty lonely. It's now pushing about one o'clock in the morning. Wait, seriously? Yeah, it's late. Yeah, okay. So I, uh, Hux does go to the, um, D Hux does go to Olive's house. And I think hoping maybe at that. At one in the morning. At one in the morning. Don't fucking ring the doorbell. So this, uh, this is not Huxley's first. Rodeo. We're just going to get up there, up the trellis and, uh, just, you know, with a gentle, a gentle tippity tap on, uh, a gentle tippity tap on the window. So Martha wasn't asleep. Martha's still Neither like, was Olive. Oh! <laughs> like, but Martha's trying to be cool, but she's like, oh my god, I, I can't sleep. She's right next to me. So we both, <laughs> both immediately jump. Did you hear that? Do you think it's the desiccated? And she, like, goes over the window. I'm going to try to shimmy it open. <laughs> gently, gently. Hey, hey, uh, is Nico here? Yeah, he's, he's in the tent with us. Oh, cool, get him. Are you... <laughs> like, you can tell that Martha just wants to push. Just wants to push. <laughs> Nico's supposed to be with you. No, I sent him to look for... Oh, you know what? He threw the phone at me, and I forgot that he doesn't have a way to text you. What took you so long? Oh, I went looking for Mel. Did you find her? No. Uh, unless she's in the tent. She's not in the tent either? Well, Alright, just checking. Just us and Sunflower. Okay, cool. So All what right. happened? There was a fight, and the zombies, like, climbed out of the mud, and they came for me, and as you can see, like, it's okay though, don't worry about me. Uh, then, then Nico and Mel showed up, and we had One a fight, second. and then, yes. Let me get that. suits up. So her suit is um, a full arm, uh, very tight, high necked, lots of really intricate design. Um, and then from the like chest down is a very like metal, but loose flowing dress. And then the legs are also like almost like skin tight motorcycle pants with lots of padding. Uh, and then just, you know, regular boots for comfort and kicking ass. Cool. Martha's not no helmet. swooning, but maybe a little bit. Um, there's almost like a purple glow when, when Olive moves her arms to come heal you, like, um, and I hopefully do. <laughs> Does that work? Um, I will actually spend my point, my five point, to make that an instant. Um, I heal you. Awesome. Mm -hmm. uh, tell us about the power you're using. Um, I am using um, healing touch. I lay hands on any ally, heal base, hit points to full. Sweet. And Hux, the kind of the, the bruising and the battle damage that your body has taken, it feels suddenly like it's gone. You feel feel fucking great. And the suit is back. Like, it looks good again. Like, if, when you been to a body shop or... When next you yeah, uh -huh. power up, yes, the suit will look amazing. Okay, cool. Olive right. uh, still is touching your hands and just goes, I owed you one. That is very much appreciated. Okay. Out the window you go. Are you okay to walk home by yourself? He's perfectly fine. Huxley is actually very lonely. Because <laughs> Huxley knows that... <laughs> He doesn't have anything to go home to, but he's gonna leave. He's gonna leave. He recognizes that this is bad, and uh, does like slip back out the window. Like, okay, cool, good talk, good talk. Can you text uh, us when you get home so we know you got safe? Oh, 
Yeah. Yeah, all right, shoot me. What, what? Martha like cringes at this. If you don't have anyone to go to homecoming with, you can come with us, by the way. We're going together, um, we thought. Huxley's a bit stunned, because this is <laughs> not like a thing that was supposed to happen at this moment, and is definitely like trying to like, now he's like looking from one to the other, and then back again, and then is like. I mean, you don't have to, if you've got a date somewhere else, or. Uh, no, no, I would like to spend this night with friends. Cool, leave. Right, yeah. Okay, so Huxley bails, like, just like, like very quietly, like, back out the window. See you tomorrow. See you tomorrow. Good talk, good talk. He's going to be way less trouble if we can keep an eye on him on that dance. Anyways, let's actually get some sleep before more insanity happens. I really just wanted this sleepover to go right. It's been so messed up with all this Kosigan stuff. <sighs> Martha. Tonight has been the most fun night ever. I had a sleepover. We watched a bunch of movies I've never seen before with some with unicorns in them and aliens that were not nearly anything like the aliens that I saw. I have no idea why you brought it up in the first place. But I had a boy sneak into my window. We had snacks. We gossiped in a fort. And now we have a bunch of friends coming with us to homecoming. I would say you're really, really, really cool. Thanks, all. And she's like gonna pull you into a hug. Huxley texts that he's home safe. <laughs> <laughs> and on that. Champions of the Earth is created and DM'd by Colin Kelly and produced and audio designed by Jesse V. Hill. Featured in the cast were Marcy Campos as Martha, Gina DeVivo as Olive, Jackson Lansing as Nico, Amanda Powers as Mel, and Jesse V. Hill as Huxley. Our original theme music is by Stephen Gizzy. Thanks to everyone for rating and reviewing the show, and for our big follower boost, welcome new Reserve Champions. A new giveaway will be announced next episode, so stay tuned. You can tweet and share on basically all platforms with at ChampionsCast or use the ChampionsCast hashtag. The secret word is virtuous.